Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Roundtable. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley. Today is number episode six in our special series. We are doing the Law of Attraction Book Club with Joshua's first book, A Perception of Reality. And we're in chapter two, sections two and three. We have a group of people who will be joining us, but first I'll read that those two sections and then they'll join us for the call. So I hope you enjoyed the show and please remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. It's a great way to get into a book and then have some conversation about those sections afterwards. And if you want more information about Joshua, please go to the teachingsofjoshua.com. We also have a Facebook group, Friends of Joshua. Please search that on Facebook and join our group. If you'd like to reach out to me for anything, you can email me at garybodley at gmail.com. So enjoy this episode. Your feelings create your reality. If you're able to harness the creative energy of your feelings, you can move your life towards the manifestations and life experiences you desire. Your feelings precede your life experiences. They foretell the life you will be living. Your feelings are translated first into thought manifestations and then into physical manifestations. Most humans do not understand the creative aspect of being physical. So they're not able to harness the power of their feelings to create the life experiences that please them. Your feelings create your thoughts and your thoughts create your reality. It's as simple as that. Practice the feeling of what you want and you will attract thoughts that will lead you to your desire. You must conjure the feeling of what you desire first. If you want a mate, you must imagine what it would be like to have the partner of your dreams. You must experience the feeling of that before the mate can arrive. What does the feeling of the perfect mate feel like to you? Don't think about the physical details of your perfect mate. Instead, think of how it would feel to have that person in your life. Let's examine some of the feelings you might have when feeling for that person you desire. Would you like to be loved? Would you like to love another? Would it be fun? Would it feel secure? Would you enjoy the co-creative process when being together with this person of your dreams? Would you like to have someone to share life experiences with? How do each of these things feel to you? What is the basis of feeling behind each aspect of desire when contemplating a new mate? If you can reach the innermost feeling aspect of that which you desire, it will appear in your physical experience. Let's look at the desire for money. How would it feel to have enough money? What feelings would you have when you have all the money you need? Would you feel free? Would you feel powerful? Would you have fun with the money? Would you create something with the money? Would you share the money? How would it feel in each of these questions to have the money you want? Can you get to the feeling of freedom? Can you achieve the feeling of abundance now? This is your work. You can feel your way to anything you desire. It will manifest first in your thoughts, then in your physical experience. We will show you how to accomplish this in your life. Now let's examine the desire to have an improved physical body. What would it be like to have a better feeling body? Would you also have freedom? Would you also have joy? Could you do more activities with a better feeling body? Would it be fun? How does it feel to be healthy? The process is the same with your body as it is with anything else you desire. Simply practice the feelings of the improvements you desire and the thoughts will follow. The manifestation of the improvements will arrive. It is somewhat easier to create a better feeling body if you believe that the practice of feeling good will absolutely result in a better feeling body because for most of you, 
you once had a good feeling body at some point in your life. If you can think back to a time when your body felt good to you, maybe a period in your youth, and if you practice those feelings you remember having as a child, your body will improve. As a child, you used your body for play. You allowed the energy of the universe to flow fully. While you were awake, you had excess energy, and you enjoyed it. While you were asleep, you slept undisturbed. If you can focus on how that felt to you, and believe that by the practice of those feelings, your body will improve, it will improve. This is the nature of physical reality. However, if you believe that you are destined to live alone without the partner of your dreams, without enough money, and to succumb to the deteriorating body you see in the mirror, then those experiences will continue, just as you have designed. You see, feelings of loneliness, of lack of money, and of a declining body are just as valid to the universe as feelings of joy, happiness, and abundance. It matters not to the universe what you feel. You are free to feel anything, and the universe, through the law of attraction, will deliver the physical manifestations of your feelings. Feelings come first, then thought, then physical manifestation. We will discuss in a later chapter how this all works in great detail. But for now, please understand that the process is simple. What you predominantly feel creates the predominance of your thoughts, which create your reality. Emotion is guidance from within. If you are an emotional person, you have an excellent guidance system. If you have little emotion, you'll have to learn to understand the benefits of emotion. We will speak about the benefits of emotion in terms of your desires, not in terms of those unwanted experiences. When you have established a strong desire, your emotions act as a system of guidance to let you know how you are progressing. Simply stated, your emotions let you know if you are on the path to that which you desire. The universe knows what you want by the feelings you have and not by your words. The universe knows what you truly desire by the vibration you admit through your feelings. Writing a list of one of the things is not the same because you cannot possibly articulate either the essence or the entirety of what it is that you truly want. Your language lacks the necessary nuances to properly communicate that which you really desire. You could write an entire book on one specific thing you want and still not capture the fullness of your desire. It just isn't impossible with language. Your specific desire emanates from your being through vibration, and the universe understands the specific frequency you are emitting. That frequency is truly unique, and there are exact matches to your frequency all around you. You cannot consciously identify the matches or the steps toward those matches by yourself, but the universe can see those matches, and it works to bring you together with that which you desire. The universe brings you the perfect match in the most elegant way, and the result will often exceed your wildest idea of what you consciously thought you wanted. Your emotions help you stay on track, moving you toward desire. When you understand how emotions work to bring you a match to your desire, you will know how to work with your emotions instead of against them. Simply stated, if you have a good feeling emotion, you're on track. And if you experience a bad feeling emotion, you're off track. The more you can keep on track, the quicker your desire will manifest into your physical reality. Good feeling emotions include joy, interest, excitement, passion, love, happiness, pride, goosebumps, laughter, fun, hope, relief, abundance, confidence, security, harmony, peace, understanding, compassion, 
generosity, aptitude, acceptance, etc. Bad feeling emotions include frustration, judgment, fear, hatred, lack, envy, overwhelmment, doubt, malice, failure, scarcity, hopelessness, depression, sorrow, anger, etc. Any emotion that feels good lets you know that you're moving toward the direction of your desire. Any emotion that feels bad lets you know you're moving away from your desire. Your desires manifest over time. Remember, it's the journey to the manifestation that is the fulfilling part, not the actual manifestation itself. Once you've achieved the manifestation, it will not hold the importance it once did. You'll be off onto the next desire. So really, the longer it takes to manifest your desire, the better. If your desires manifested instantly, you would not be as happy with the process as you would be with those that take some time. The journey toward those things you desire is life-giving. It is truly not about the end result. It's about the satisfaction of using your powers to move toward and then actualize the manifestation. You will come to find that the larger the desire, the more satisfaction you'll receive. Your emotions are guideposts along the way. Use them as such and you'll enjoy the journey more fully. Your emotions erupt within you as manifestations occur. The universe is working to bring you closer to that which you desire and it must lead you there step by step until you are ready for the physical manifestation. If you were to manifest what you desired instantly, you would not be ready for the ramifications of that desire, and your life experience would actually be lessened as a result. Let's say you wanted more money and you bought a lottery ticket. If you were vibrationally ready for the winnings, you would have a wonderful experience. You would know all the ways to enjoy the money. You would have been led over time, step by step, to a place of readiness to receive the money. You'd know how to handle the money, where to invest it, how to pay taxes, how to plan for the future, what to buy, how to act, and how much to donate. You would know how to handle the relatives and friends who would come to you asking for money. You'd know how to see the signs others emit when they're only interested in your money. You would not fear losing the money. You would not live in excess to try to be someone you're not. You'd be completely ready in every way, and your life experience would improve as a result. The money would be a welcome addition to your life, and only there is another step towards the attainment of another, even larger desire. The money would come when needed to fulfill another desire. When you look back, it would seem only natural that the money arrived in the manner in which it manifested. If, however, you simply won the money without taking all the steps necessary for you to be ready for it, the money would create unhappiness in your life. You might think it would solve all your problems, but it would actually cause more of them. If you were not vibrationally ready for the money, you would not know what to do with it to improve your life experience. You might feel guilt and end up giving it to family or friends who are also not ready for it. You might feel insecurity and try to buy your way to security. But unless you had vibrationally prepared yourself, you would experience even greater depths of insecurity. You might spend the money too quickly and incur the ridicule of others. You might have continued feelings of scarcity and hoard the money, thereby incurring the hatred of your once close friends and family. Looking back, you would wish you never won the lottery in the first place. The universe will take as long as necessary to lead you, incrementally, to that which you truly desire. You will never be unprepared for the manifestation of your dream when it finally arrives, as long as you have paid attention to your emotions along the way. The universe is busy preparing you 
not the manifestation. If you are vibrationally far from your manifestation, there will be more steps to achieve before the desire is actualized into your reality. Please trust us. You want it to work this way. If you miss a step along the way, the universe will quickly provide it again for you. You are constantly progressing toward your desire, even if at times it does not feel like it in the moment. When you perceive a setback and think of it as being wrong in the way it occurred, you will receive, as guidance from within, negative emotion. If it feels bad, then you're off track. You must stop and realize it was not a setback. It was indeed a step along the path to your desire. As soon as you realize this, you'll be flooded with positive emotion. Goosebumps are one of the most positive emotions. If you feel goosebumps, you're really on your way. Why would the universe provide a step you would perceive as wrong or as a setback of some kind? It's because the universe is morphing you into the version of you that will be ready when the manifestation arrives. You, in the current version of you, in your current state of being, in your current vibrational pattern, are not ready for that which you desire. You will be moved physically and spiritually into a form of being that matches your desire. Once you've transcended to that version of reality that is a perfect match to what you desire, you will be changed forever. The you that you knew then no longer exists. You will be able to look back and realize that fact. You might even say aloud, I can't believe I was that person back then. I'm so different now. It is the universe that worked its magic to transform you into the version of you that you needed to be in order to achieve the reality of your desire. Period. As you have lived your life to this point, you have had many desires all intertwined simultaneously. Your guidance system is always working to assist you with each desire. You are receiving messages of emotion at every turn. One emotion is guiding you towards one desire, and the next emotion is guiding you towards another desire. This can be confusing even if you have a clear understanding of how your emotional guidance system works. Don't worry about how a single emotion is affecting any particular desire. Instead, view each emotion as a sign that, in the moment, your feeling is contrary to your overall set of desires. A good feeling emotion means you're on track towards all of your desires. The more good feeling emotions you have, the faster you will receive at all of the desires you've been asking for. If you experience an emotion that feels bad, you know that something has happened that is part of your progress towards your desire. It is not necessary to identify which desire is causing the unpleasant emotion, but you can if you want to. If you are able to experience an unpleasant emotion and realize you just had an experience that is an integral part of the metamorphosis that must take place in order for you to change so you'll be ready for the manifested desire, you would thrive in this lifetime. You could actually see the manifestation event in progress and know you're on your way towards your desire. You would no longer see the event as a setback, but instead you would recognize the event for what it is, an integral part of the process. We will call these occurrences manifestation events. Manifestation events are those events, circumstances, thoughts, people, articles, news items, conversations, etc. that come to you along your path to your desire. Some manifestation events are fun and enjoyable, while others may seem quite painful. Think of your first relationship as a teenager. You might have been madly in love, but eventually the relationship ended. And while it was painful at the time, the relationship and the breakup changed you forever. It changed you in a way that was part of the progression to who you are now. If you are currently in a wonderful, loving relationship, 
the breakup of this initial romance was a manifestation event along the way. It was part of the transformation of you that allowed you to morph into the version of you that would be ready for the relationship you now enjoy. If you're currently in a relationship that's not fulfilling, then this experience may be preparing you for the relationship of your dreams. This unfulfilling relationship is fine-tuning you, so you will be ready for the relationship that is fulfilling. You are experiencing what you do not like, so you can determine more precisely what you do like. And when that preferable mate comes along, you'll recognize it as a relationship you truly desire. If you are not prepared for your desire vibrationally, you will not be able to recognize it when it comes. It will be wrapped up in a package that appears to be something other than what you desire. Unless you are vibrationally tuned to the frequency of that which you desire, you will miss it when it comes. Don't worry, the universe will keep bringing you manifestation events until you become vibrationally ready to recognize and receive the object of your desire. For now, it is important that you understand how the universe works to bring you your desire. You ask for that which you want through your feelings, not your words. The universe understands everything you want and works to bring about the changes in you necessary to make you vibrationally ready to recognize your desire when it comes. You're not vibrationally ready for what you desire at the time you want it. Otherwise, it would already have manifested into your life. If it is not already physically actualized in your life, then you're not vibrationally ready. If it is in your life, then you are vibrationally ready. You are vibrationally ready for the car you drive in this present moment, but you're not vibrationally ready for the car of your dreams. You're vibrationally ready for the dwelling you live in now, but you're not vibrationally ready for the home of your dreams. You are, however, becoming vibrationally ready for everything you desire. The more easily you allow yourself to be molded into the version of you that is ready for each new desire, the faster your desires will physically manifest. You must be malleable like soft clay. You must be open to accepting the changes that must be made in order to become a vibrational match to what you want. One of the ways to make it easy for the universe to mold you is to be open to new ideas. We know this will be much easier for you than most humans because you're reading this book right now. You've attracted this book and you're vibrationally ready for much, though not all, of the content contained within its pages. You are one who is open to new ideas. If you want your desires to come to you easily, you must be able to accept new ideas easily. You must be able to accept the pleasant and the unpleasant manifestation events equally. There really are no unpleasant manifestation events, but only your narrow perception of the events at the time of their occurrence. If you understand that each event is necessary to move you towards your goal, you can look at each event in a new light. You cannot see the path to your desires. You make up paths in your mind when it seems like you're going backwards. You're actually truly moving forward. If you can accept this fact as reality, you can achieve anything you desire. It'd be fun to be in a relationship that ends badly, and while the other person is breaking up with you, you calmly say, thank you. This has been an incredibly enlightening experience and has moved me closer to finding the person of my dreams. By your unpleasant actions, I have discovered in more detail what I want, and that isn't you. If you could say that and be filled with positive emotion, you would find true love quickly and easily. But alas, most humans do not see manifestation events for what they are. They see these events as reinforcing their feelings of unworthiness. We will discuss this topic in greater detail. 
But for now, we hope we have enlightened you about the nature of feelings, thoughts, and emotions. These are all part of your inner world. This is your inner reality, which you have not understood and may have even ignored or suppressed until now. These are tools given to you at birth, but due to the life you have lived so far, with the influences from your parents, teachers, and society in general, you have forgotten how to use them. Now that you know how to use these tools to your benefit, you have unleashed the power of the universe, and your world has suddenly become a much more interesting place. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Book Club. I'm your host, Gary Temple Bodley, with Tracy DeLuise. And today we're talking about a perception reality, chapter two. It's the last section of chapter two. This chapter is feelings, emotions, and thoughts. And we know that thoughts create a reality, but how do the thoughts create the reality? Well, it's really all based on your feelings. What do you want to feel? Are you feeling like the creator that you are, or you're feeling like a victim, or you're feeling somewhere in between? So today we're going to get into more depth about what the feelings really are. So uh, let's just start with the first paragraph here. Your feelings create your reality. If you're able to harness the creative energy of your feelings, you can move uh, your life toward the manifestations and life experiences you desire. Your feelings precede your life experiences. They foretell the life you will be living. Your feelings are translated first into thought manifestations and then into physical manifestations. Most humans do not understand this creative aspect of, physical, of being physical, so they are unable to harness the power of their feelings to create the life experiences that please them. So we're always trying to fix problems. And it's funny how we're so focused on like the 1% that seems to be holding us back. And as we're focused on that 1% that we don't think is working, well, we're just exploring that aspect of our life that we don't think is working. The way to do it is to feel the feeling first, and that will attract the thoughts. And we can, we can, you know, mull those thoughts over and keep th thinking those pleasurable thoughts about what we want. And then it'll, you know, the first sign is, you know, if you're cultivating that feeling that you want, will be those thoughts that come to you, and then the physical manifestations of what you want. And, you know, in the boot camp, it's interesting because they spend a lot of time talking about what you truly want compared to what you think you want. And most of the time, what we think we want is we think we want problems to be solved. And we think we'll feel better if the conditions change, but it works in reverse. We have to feel good first, attract good feeling thoughts, think about those good feeling thoughts, and cultivate the feelings of what we truly want what we truly want is to express our love and acceptance, to experience true freedom and true abundance, to expand in joy, and then to discover who we truly are and find our soul's purpose. All right. Your feelings create your thoughts and your thoughts create your reality. It's as simple as that. Practice the feeling of what you want and you'll attract thoughts that will lead you to what you desire. You must conjure the feeling of what you desire first. And how do you conjure the feeling of something? Well, if you want to conjure the feeling of love, then you express your love and acceptance to everyone else. And in that acceptance of yourself, everyone else, the conditions, you are practicing the vibration of love. And so in that feeling of love now, you'll receive thoughts based in love and then manifestations based in love. Does, does that sound accurate to everyone? 
Does that make sense? That makes sense, yes. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> what have I said now? That doesn't make any sense at all. I don't, I don't understand. Good. Well, then we can talk about it. <laughs> Lisa, were you going to jump in? Yeah, no, I just saying that it makes sense to me as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Joshua goes on with some questions here. You know, what would it like to feel the feeling of the person that you would love or to look at the desire for money and feel the abundance that's in that or look at your physical body and what would it feel like to have a better feeling body, the ease and all that. So this is actual practical stuff that we can practice now. And you know, it's all about feeling good and then letting things come to you and inspiration come to you that will lead you along the way. Um, okay. And then the last paragraph in this section here, it says feelings come first, then thought, and then physical manifestations. We'll discuss in a later chapter how this all works in greater detail, but for now, understand that the process is simple. What you predominantly feel creates the predominance of your thoughts, which create your reality. And you can choose thoughts, right? And you can choose, you know, you can practice feelings. So this is the whole idea of physical reality. Practice those feelings. And that's what is brought to you, attracted to you through the law of attraction. But imagine practicing the feeling of something you don't experience now. And so it's a little tricky to do it because we're so into control, we say, okay, I want to manifest more money in order to feel secure. And so you practice the feeling of receiving money so that you can control your life and not feel insecure. Well, what you're doing there is exploring lack. And you're thinking more about lack than you are thinking about abundance. And so if you're thinking about abundance, don't think necessarily about money or anything specific. Feel abundant in, you know, the amount of food that you have, the air that you can breathe, the water you can drink, all the experiences that you're having, and just appreciate what exists now without focusing on what doesn't exist yet. All right. Anyone want any comments on that first section? Okay. So this next section is a long one and we won't get to all of it, but let's just highlight some little passages here. And so in section three, emotion. So this, this chapter is about emotions, feelings, and thoughts. So we talked about the thoughts, we talked about the feelings, and now we're talking about emotion. And what emotion is, is nothing more than guidance from your inner self. So if you're feeling good and you're having a good time, well, you're perceiving your life in the same way, from the same perspective as your inner self. And so you're aligned with your inner self's perspective. If you're feeling negative emotion, it's simply because whatever you're focused on, you're looking at it from a limited perspective and your inner self is not agreeing with you. Your inner self is saying you're looking at the illusion of some problem that does not really exist. And that's why you feel the negative emotion. And this is a manifestation event. It allows you to see that your perspective is limited and now you can choose a higher perspective. Any perspective, 
you know, that your inner self would choose would allow you to get back into alignment. So emotions are simply telling you you're either looking at your life and yourself and everything in it from the same perspective as your inner self or from a limited perspective. Change your perspective and then you change your feelings and your thoughts and you're back on track to manifesting what you truly want. Simply stated emotions let you know that you're on the path to that which you desire. So all of your desires are coming at the same time. They're all being manifested and your inner self knows all your desires. It knows not only the desires that you've created by sifting and sorting through life, a lot of those are based in you know lack and, and conflict and manifestation events and stuff like that, but also knows the desires that you intended to experience prior to your birth your pre-birth intentions. And that those intentions are the powerful ones that are leading you forward to who you truly are. And this life is nothing but a journey of self-discovery, discovering who you really are while feeling that you're totally different than that or some limited aspect of that. So no matter what you desire, it can manifest and your inner self doesn't care. You can manifest anything you want and your emotions will let you know how you're moving along that path to all of your desires. If you're feeling good and you're having fun and you're, you're positive about, you know, in expectation of what's to come, then you're in alignment and you're on the way to receiving everything you want. If you're resisting anything, you'll know through the negative emotion. All right. So your emotions help you stay on track, moving toward your desire. When you understand how emotion works to bring you a match to your desire, you will know how to work with your emotions instead of against them. Simply stated, and this gets way more complicated, this is the second chapter of the first book. Now we've got five books, we've got all these podcasts and all these questions that have been answered and all the Joshua lies, but just in the second part, we're sort of learning the basics in a perception of reality. So when you understand how emotion works to bring you a match to your desire, you'll know how to work with your emotions instead of against them. Most of the time, when you feel bad, you wanna blame the outside conditions or people or yourself, and you want to say that that's wrong and that shouldn't have happened, and it should be different than it is, and I wish things were different. Well, that's, you know, that's natural, and that's what we all do, but that's really being a victim and exploring victimhood. When you start to look at your emotions from the higher perspective and understand it's nothing more than guidance, it doesn't mean anything about you. It's just that you're not looking at life in a way that's gonna lead you to your desires. You're looking, you're being resistant to what's happening. And if you have limiting beliefs, you're gonna face manifestation events because it's the limiting belief that holds you apart from your desire. And so the system is perfect because it, it gives you this tool in which you can understand that you have limiting beliefs going on, that things should be different than they are. No, everything is working out perfectly. Why does something have to be different? Well, from your perspective, it seems like it's wrong. But from the higher perspective, it's always right. You just don't have all the information at the time. Okay. Um, so, Obviously, good feeling emotions are joy, interest, excitement, passion, love, happiness, pride, goosebumps, fun, laughter, hope, relief, abundance, confidence, security, harmony, peace, understanding, compassion, 
generosity, aptitude, acceptance, etc. You you can tell, you know, when you're feeling good. Those are the emotions. And actually those emotions are indications of beneficial beliefs. The beneficial beliefs have helped you create the life you're living, all the good stuff in your life. And so all these good feeling emotions are based in love. This is what we came to experience, all these good feeling emotions. All the bad feeling emotions are frustration, judgment, fear, hatred, lack, envy, overwhelmment, doubt, malice, failure, scarcity, hopelessness, depression, sorrow, anger, even boredom is a negative emotion. And they all just show you that you're looking at life from some limited perspective. That's all that's happening there. Does anyone have any uh, examples of other emotions that they're not sure if it's good feeling or bad feeling? It's pretty easy to figure out. Yeah, Gary, actually, uh, I'm glad you mentioned boredom specifically because I think about my kids every once in a while and I like, you know, how's it going? They're like, oh, I'm bored. <laughs> but I never thought of it in terms of, you know, uh, in that context. So it's interesting. Oh, my yeah. God, I missed it when I went to go get my coffee and then I sat back down here and I have my girlfriend, Jen, sitting on the couch and she just said, I'm so bored. <laughs> 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 that's great so what did you say about boredom so it's one of the it's a bad feeling emotion that lets you look know that you're looking at your life from a limited perspective right but it's mild you know it's not like a hatred it's right. just mild but it indicates the limiting belief and the limiting belief might be you know i should be doing something more productive or more fun than i'm doing right now right and and you can see that all these bad feeling emotions birth desires Bored right. and burst the desire to do something. To get up and, yeah, right. go to the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you're feeling bored and you think it's wrong to be bored, then you're going to get an urge to urge. do something. Right. And yeah. it's not going to feel good or it's not going to make right. you happier. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you could accept that you're bored right now. And go, exactly. Okay, I'm bored. Okay, I'm bored. Yeah. There's nothing to do. And, you know, get connected with your inner self again and find the inspiration to say, all right, well, what would be fun to do right now? Yeah. Always go towards your highest excitement, as yes. Bashar would say. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So emotions, your emotions erupt within your manifest, within you as manifestations occur. The universe is working you to bring you closer to that which you desire, and it must lead you there step by step until you are ready for the physical manifestation. If, you're, if you were to manifest what you desired instantly, you would not be ready for the ramifications of that desire, and your life experience would actually be lessened as a result. This is why we can't wish anything into existence. Because if we could wish things, we would probably wish most things away, you know? And Joshua says, Within a very short time, you'd be living in a completely blank space. You you just keep going and trying to get away from anything that could possibly cause you negative emotion. So it's not about wishing for something. It's about becoming vibrationally, vibrationally aligned with it and the journey from where you are to where you'll be after you have made that vibrational shift along the way through experiences. Um, you know, so Joshua came to me six years ago and here I am now, this is our third podcast. 
things are growing pretty fast, especially in this last year. I've stepped into my role as a spiritual leader and teacher. Um, and all these unbelievable things have been happening. Lots of interviews and lots of podcasts and, and you know, reaching for things that I couldn't imagine reaching for before. Well, six years ago, I wasn't ready for any of that. So had this book become like a number one bestseller, I would have been launched into this life that I wasn't ready for. And I wouldn't be living the life I'm living now. So I went through this six year journey to get where I am now. And that journey is ongoing. I, I don't really want it to end. It's this exploration of who I am as a channel and as a spiritual leader and teacher, as a podcaster, as a public speaker, as a writer, all these things, right? And six years ago, had you said, you know, this is what your life's going to be like in six years, I would have said, I don't want that because I totally wasn't ready for it. But now from this position, looking back, I wouldn't have it any other way. This last six years has been awesome. And it's been the most fun six years of my life. And this last year has been by far the best year of my life because I'm in more alignment and I'm, I'm resonating more with who I truly am and all that. And now we have all these friends all over the world and people are coming to retreats and we're meeting on all these different podcasts and it's really exciting. We're doing little projects together. Lisa and I are working on this sort of internet or maybe it's going to be an app. It's these cards that Lisa, who's an artist, is creating the front of the cards with her artwork and then the back of the card. It's one word on the front and the back is Joshua talking about whatever that word is. And it's really fun. Um, and, you know, I had thought it would be like 56 cards or something. And so I have 56 words. But now I'm thinking, Lisa, that this might be 365, one for every day. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better get your paintbrush going. I gotta say, no pressure, no pressure then. Okay, yeah. that's cool. I'm, I'm up for it. Three, okay, I'm gonna write it down. 365. I'm up for it. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. <laughs> so, we'll, so all these different things are coming, coming forward, but they can't come forward until you're ready. And so you have to go on some journey to get to wherever you're ready. And how that journey works is you get inspiration every day. And you're either acting on the inspiration or not. It's not wrong not to. But the more you can act on the inspiration, the more you'll go along that journey that is really going to be exciting and fun. But it's the journey that we want, right? Okay, so uh, Joshua has an example here. Let's say you wanted more money and bought a lottery ticket, right? That's usually an urge there. If you were vibrationally ready for the winnings, you would have a wonderful experience. You would know all the ways to enjoy the money. You would have been led over time, step by step, to a place of readiness to receive the money. You would know how to handle the money, where to invest it, how to pay the taxes, how to plan for the future, what to buy, how to act, how much to donate. You would know how to handle the relatives and friends who would come to you asking for money. You would know how to see the signs others emit when they're only interested in your money. You would not fear losing the money. You would not live in excess or try to be someone you're not. You would be completely ready in every way and your life experience would improve as a result. The money would be a welcome addition to your life and only there as another step towards the attainment of another even larger desire. The money would come when needed to fulfill another desire. When you look back, it would seem only natural that the money arrived in the manner in which it manifested. We can see where this is going, right? The lottery ticket winner 
compared to, say, someone who makes a million dollars in a business after 10 years, right? You know, think of the person investing money or starting a business or doing something, and they're thinking about what it's going to be like to have the money over a 10-year period. They're going to know all these things because they've taken that journey. The lottery winner is usually unprepared for it, and that's why the statistics of lottery win winners are overwhelmingly, like 90-something percent, they lose it within the first year, right? And it's because they don't know how to pay the taxes. They don't know how to say no to people who ask for it. They end up spending it on lavish things that really have no meaning. They don't know how to invest it. All this stuff, it makes sense, doesn't it? So it's always that journey. And with each step, we raise our vibration along the way to become a match. The same thing with manifesting a mate. You know, you think about manifesting the mate that you desire well that starts with thinking about what that feeling would be to be in someone else's arms you know being out somewhere or you know interacting with people going on dates sifting and sorting having a few relationships that don't work um now you understand what you do like compared to what you don't like you have to see yourself as worthy of the person rather than thinking that person's going to make you feel worthy, which is what most of us do. And, you know, then you can get to a place where when you attract the person, that person may look totally different than what you imagined, but you'd be ready for it. And so you're willing to go on a few dates and then you realize that this is the person. Okay. So let's go back to this lottery thing. If, however, you simply won the money without taking all the steps necessary for you to be ready for it, the money would create unhappiness in your life. Hard, to, hard for us to believe, isn't it? You might think it would solve all your problems, but it would actually cause more of them, or the problems that you have would actually expand because you're still offering the same vibration, and the money will just exacerbate all that. Um, if you were not vibrationally ready for the money, you would not not... You would not know what to do with it to improve your life experience. You might feel guilt and end up giving it to family or friends who are also not ready for it. You might feel insecurity and try to buy your way to security, but unless you had vibrationally prepared yourself, you would experience even greater depths of insecurity. You might spend the money too quickly and incur the ridicule of others. You might have continued feelings of scarcity and hoard the money thereby incurring the hatred of your once close friends and family. Looking back, you would wish you'd never won the lottery in the first place. This is you know, a really good example of being vibrationally ready for stuff. If you're not ready, you don't want it. You want it when you're ready. And so you know, wishing things were being different doesn't do anything because it's always looking at the outside conditions. You just have to get to a place of readiness. Yeah, that's really empowering right there. You know, just knowing that and really understanding that one concept that you don't want something if you're not ready for it because it won't, you know, give you or, you know, it won't, it just won't give you that, that, that feeling that you're, I guess you're looking for, you know, not that you want to look at outside conditions to make you feel anything. But like you said, just that one example of the money, you know, it's, if it comes to you and you're not ready, 
you'll either not recognize it, it won't feel good, it will be, you know, it'll be a manifestation of it rather than, oh my God, this is wonderful. Yeah. I was, you know, one of my motivations for being in business was be, to be able to help people. And so I'd hire people and think they would appreciate me. And of course that didn't work. And I would do stuff for my dad and want him to appreciate me. Didn't work. Do stuff for my sister-in-law. Didn't work. Right. Got all these manifestation events around it, proving that by trying to change conditions, you're never going to feel what you don't feel. So when I finally got the message, I said, I'm going to accept everyone as they are, and I'm just going to appreciate everything. And then here I am now where I get appreciation from people every single day yeah. in some feedback form. So it's always about cultivating the feeling inside. First wrap. Okay. As you have lived your life to this point, you have had many desires all intertwined simultaneously. Your guidance system is always working to assist you with each desire. You are receiving messages of emotion at every turn. What emotion is guiding you toward one desire and the next, um, the next uh, emotion is guiding you towards another desire? This can be confusing even if you have a clear understanding of how your emotional guidance system works. Don't worry about how a single emotion is affecting any particular desire. Instead, view each emotion as a sign that in the moment, moment your, your feeling is contrary to your overall set of desires. So you might simultaneously be, have a desire for more money and have a desire for a mate and have a desire for better health and you'll feel negative emotion in the moment. You don't have to say, okay, how am I feeling about money, health or a relationship? It's just, how am I feeling in general? If I'm feeling negative emotion, I'm just being resistant. How can I be less resistant and feel better? That's why feeling good and doing, you know, making that your main priority, do whatever you can do to feel good. Feeling good will just ease all your resistance to everything. Can I just say something there on feeling good? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I've jumped forward because I didn't mark it up, but it was talking, I, Maybe we're gonna maybe we're gonna get there in, oh. in the chapter. But about having like a bank of things that make you feel good. Yeah. And so therefore when you're feeling down to think, okay, you know, that I mean i maybe I've jumped it forward, but about like, you know, with your, your children or your pets or whatever it is, so that you can immediately change that thought and that vibration straight away to feel better. Yes, exactly. You you know, when we get to the boot camp, we get more detailed about looking at a emotion as an indication of a limiting belief and process the limiting belief. And you know, this, that's really good work to do. But in this book, Josh was speaking even more generally and saying, when you feel negative emotion, you could, you could pet your dog or take a walk in nature or appreciate what you do have or call a friend or whatever it is. But whatever you can do to feel good, what you're doing is you're actually changing your perspective. And you're looking at something from a higher perspective that's aligned with love. Yeah. 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 Okay. If you want your desires to come to you easily, you must be able to accept new ideas easily, right? That's a interesting thing. 
I've been thinking about this a lot lately is that um, we all get stuck in these belief systems and those belief systems sort of make it difficult for new ideas to come. And I was thinking about like warfare in revolutionary times. They would just line up armies facing armies, stand up and just shoot straight, you know? And it's like, why don't you guys hide behind a tree or something? Well, the belief is that that wasn't, you know, valiant or respectable. And, but it was so, super ineffective to just stand there. And eventually, of course, you get snipers and you get guerrilla warfare that are much more effective if that's your goal. And so the belief system had to be changed for people to adopt these new tactics. You know, well, this is true in everything that we do. We get so caught up in these belief systems, not questioning them, that new ideas can't flow. Because when the new ideas do flow, you dismiss it as ridiculous. So making your belief system more malleable where you can accept more stuff. You know, what we're talking about today, 99% of the world is not willing to entertain the idea that there's more going on in physical reality. But look at those who thought the world was flat or who didn't understand basic math or didn't understand, you know, so many things that we, that we all know now, right? Why are you thinking that reality is what you think it is when you absolutely know you don't have all the information? And so in the past, people would glom onto religion and saying religion has all the answers. And then when science came along, people are now glomming onto science and saying science has all the answers. But there's way more to it than that, which people will discover in the future. But you know, we're here now, thank God, and we can, we can really practice this stuff and really get into it and realize that this is new technology that we've somehow become a vibrational match to and other people aren't ready for it yet. You know, think of the cell phone. I, I watched a video of the cell phone, the first call that was made from a car, I think in the 70s. And people were going like, why would anyone need a phone in your car? You have a phone at home. It doesn't make any sense, right? And now, now no one has a phone in their house. It took 50 years or 40 years to get to a place where the home telephone became obsolete. From our perspective now, that is so obvious, right? And from the perspective back then, it was like a foreign thing. It's funny how that works. Anyway, make your, make your beliefs more malleable and you'll get new ideas coming to you. Okay, uh, you must be able to accept the pleasant and unpleasant manifestation events equally. This is tricky because Unpleasant manifestation events carry with them negative emotion. And we've all either been taught to avoid negative emotion by controlling conditions or to numb our emotions. You know, don't feel what you feel. Yes, tough it out. And you absolutely want to feel emotions deeply. One of the side effects of this work that we're doing is that we're learning to feel good more often. And so when we face a manifestation event, it feels really bad. We want it to feel really bad so that we stop it in the moment and say, hold on, I'm off track here. I'm not on the path to manifesting my desires. Let's take a look at this from another perspective. You know, uh, so if you can have a manifestation event and say, oh, hold on here, this is an indication of resistance. 
and the limiting belief, what's really going on, I'm really happy to have this manifestation event because it allows me to see where I'm resisting. It's just guidance, it doesn't mean anything. There are really no unpleasant manifestation events, but only your narrow perception of the events at the time of their occurrence. If you understand that each event is necessary to move you towards your goal, you can look at each event in a new light. You can't see the path to your desires. You make a path in your mind, and when it seems like you're going backward, you're actually truly moving forward. If you can accept this fact as reality, you can achieve anything you desire. Yeah, we all, we all think that we want something, let's just say money, and as we're employed or getting promotions or we have a business and the business seems to be working, we feel like we're on track to this life we want. But when there's setbacks, we feel negative emotion because we're perceiving that something's hindering us, right? And if this obstacle wasn't here, then I'd be back on track the way I think it should be. But the obstacle's there to raise your vibration and to see that you have a limiting belief and to overcome it so you gain confidence, you know? You don't want anything before you're ready for it. And those manifestation events and obstacles are helping you move to the next vibrational level. That's all it is. Um, <laughs> uh, it'd be fun to be in a relationship that ends badly while the other person is breaking up with you to calmly say, thank you. This has been an incredibly enlightening experience and has moved me closer to finding the person of my dreams. By your unpleasant actions, I have discovered in more detail what I really want, and it isn't you. If you could see that, say that and be filled with positive emotion, you would find true love quickly and easily. But what do we do? We blame the other person for whatever it is, and we say, you're the cause of my unhappiness. And anytime you blame anything outside of you for making you feel anything, even good, right? You are giving up your control and your power to outside conditions. So that is life as a victim because you have no control over how you feel. It just determines the, what's happening on the outside. As the creative creators that we are, we are understanding that our emotions are nothing more than guidance system. We understand that manifestation events are moving us forward to our true desire and that what we think we want at the time, we just don't have all the information. But look back at all your, you know, the first breakup that you ever had in high school or something. And at the time, you, you experienced intense negative emotion. But now looking back at it, you say, geez, I wouldn't want to be with that person now anyway. Thank God that happened. You don't feel any negative emotion. Why not? Because you have a higher perspective and you've gained through the experience of those things. And it's very rare for someone to look back at the, their first love and said, that would have been the love, which it wouldn't have. That love was just there to get you to the next level. So it's, it's interesting. Okay, let's go to the last paragraph here. But alas, most humans do not see manifestation events for what they are. They see these events as reinforcing their feelings of unworthiness. We'll discuss this topic in greater detail, but for now, we hope we have enlightened you about the nature of feelings, thoughts, and emotions. These are all part of your inner world. This is your inner reality, which you have not understood and may have even ignored or suppressed until now. These are the tools given to you at birth. 
But due to the life you have lived so far, with influence from parents, teachers, and society in general, you have forgotten how to use them. Now that you know how to use these tools to your benefit, you have unleashed the power of the universe and your world has suddenly become a much more interesting place. Yeah, so now we know how the system works or we're learning it in this book and we're incorporating it just by the awareness of what's going on here. We're raising our vibration and we're opening up our set of beliefs and we're moving forward more consciously towards the life we prefer. And the only reason we're not living that life right now is due to resistance. And the resistance is, is almost universally around unworthiness, no matter where you are. You know, you could be living the most spectacular life, there's still some unworthiness in there. And you could be living in total fear, there's a lot of unworthiness. So as we, you know, it's like, how do you feel more worthy? Well, you do that by looking at yourself from a higher perspective. You're a magnificent and limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance. You are source personified. You have the entire universe backing you up. You have creative tools in the form of universal energy and law of attraction to move towards a more improved life experience. You're on a journey and you came here specifically with intentions at this time of awakening to move forward. If you're listening to this now or in the future, you've come here because you're a great and powerful explorer and you're ready to explore the edges of what thought is to create the life you're, you were born to live. Yet we're all holding ourselves back because we say, who am I to do this thing? Or what happens if I fail? Or what will other people think? Or what, will I, what might I lose if I go to this big, bold, new life? Or will I, you know, will I be able to push past all the fear to do these things? And really pushing past fear, every time you do it, you gain confidence. So push past as much fear as you can, you'll gain confidence with each step, and you'll, feel, you'll realize that the fear you felt was completely irrational and never meant anything, and how it turned out was so much better than you thought it would. That is chapter two. Does anyone have any comments on chapter two? I think it's great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's funny how reading this stuff, it just gets you like all fired up to go do stuff now. You know, you're like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to take on the world today. So, I think it's funny too reading it. The first time I was, the first time I was reading through it, I had underlined certain points that resonated with me at that moment. And now I've, I'm underlining different parts of it going through it the second time. Like, well, why did that resonate the first time? You know, so it's, it's actually a, it's actually kind of a neat experience. Yeah. Cause your vibrations raised and you read it again from this new perspective. You see things yeah. you didn't see the first time. I Correct. was going to say, I really, uh, I like the idea that Lisa has about having like a list of things when you are feeling kind of in a negative mood, you know, that you can read and help yourself get to a better vibration and feeling good place. Yeah. I think I might do that. Yeah. Make my own list. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. Cool. For sure. Right. Okay, you guys, thank you for being here. And we will start with chapter three when we get back. What is chapter three? Awesome. Chapter three is...
Um, oh, manifestation events. That should be interesting. Hello. Okay. Fine. Awesome. All right. Thank you all for being here. And we'll see you next week on the Law of Attraction Book Club. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. If you want to follow us. Whoops. Who's talking there? Oh, Alyssa. Sorry. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Facebook, just uh, look up the Friends of Joshua Facebook group. Join that. And then all of these invitations to this and to the Joshua Lives will be there. Joshua, Joshua Live is our other podcast. And we also have the Law of Attraction Roundtable. Check all those things out. And until next week, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Don't forget Instagram. Bye. You got to follow us on Instagram. Yep. Joshua Teachings. <laughs> There's links to all that will be in the, uh, in the list down here. Okay. Excellent. Okay. See you guys later. Bye. 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 Well, that was fun, wasn't it? This is a great way to get a book uh, by audio and then have a conversation of, about it afterwards. It's a really cool way to really get in-depth understanding of what's going on in this book. There's a lot to this book. Uh, we've done five, six episodes now. If you like what we're doing, please leave a review. That would be great. Or send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. We've done about 10 episodes. And if you like it, we'll do more. Um, we did most of these back in the end of 2019, actually, and I've just gotten around to putting them up here now. So I want to make sure that this is resonating with people. And the best way to do that is to get some feedback, leaving a comment or a review would really help me to understand if this is something people want. So thanks again for being here. I hope you have a wonderful week and keep your vibration high. Bye.